This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. We're recording! Yay! <laughs> Welcome, everybody. Welcome to our podcast. We are Two Black Girls, One Rose, a Bachelor Nation podcast. Where two black ass girls invade possibly the whitest show on earth, <laughs> The Bachelor. Um, my name is Natasha. My name is Justine. And we're your hosts for the show. Woo! Um, okay, I guess we'll like introduce who we are. Yeah. Um, introduce who we are and like our relationship to the Bachelor world. Yeah. So, because. We are very different in our... We have very different relationships <laughs> with The Bachelor. Like, almost polarizing. Yeah. So, I've been watching The Bachelor since season one. Like, I very well remember watching... I had to look up his name because I remember his name, but this ugly-ass dude. <laughs> Alex and Mitchell. Michelle? Whatever. Um, but I remember watching, like, the very first season. I don't know if I was, like, seven or eight or whatever. Like, it came out, and I was like, this is so cool. And this was during a time where there was so... Do you remember there were so many dating reality shows? Average Joe. Joe Millionaire. Joe... Joe Millionaire, I remember. Yes! Yeah. This was a time where there was, like, so many, like, love competition shows. And I watched... This is probably one of my favorite genres of television. (laughs) Is dating reality TV shows. Is dating reality shows. Okay. Like, I've watched... I made a list. I've watched... Flavor of Love. Flavor of Love is a classic. classic. Shout out to New York. I watch Dating Naked is on uh, VH1. You're crazy. That's a solid show, (laughs) Jesse. It is a solid show. They have like real love. There was a marriage from that show. No, there was not. Anyways, I watched Dating Naked. Beauty and the Geek. Do you remember that? No. What is that? Oh, come on. Beauty and the Geek. Do you remember Next on MTV? Mm-hmm. They're like on the bus. Yes. Like, the guy would walk off the bus. They're like Next. I <laughs> got the Next person. <laughs> I watch all of these. My current favorite, like outside of the Bachelor world, is um, Are You the One mm-hmm. on MTV. You already know that's like my jam. I do already know, but I don't even understand all the mathematics that go into that show. Are You the One? Yeah. There is some strategy involved. A lot. But it's such a good show. Okay. And there also is real love on that. 
despite what? the fact that these people are like 21, 22. <laughs> Anyways, I digress. Okay. Back to The Bachelor. Um, so I've been watching since day, like season one. I love uh, just this whole franchise, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I've even watched Bachelor Australia. Oh, yeah. I lived in Australia for a time, so I'm very attached to Australian things. <laughs> Um, but I watched like the two, the first two seasons. I watched their season two, which was a a black bachelor, mm-hmm. which is just ridiculous. Because <laughs> and there what are, year was that? That was maybe like three years ago. Wow. Bachelor Australia season two. It wasn't that long ago. Jeez. That first of all in Australia, they don't have no black people. Period. And so the fact that they found one and made him the bachelor before we even have Rachel is nuts. Mm-hmm. But anyways, I had to watch that. And I've watched Bachelor Pad. I've watched Bachelor in Paradise. Bachelor Pad? Bachelorette. Yes, that was before Bachelor in Paradise, my love. <laughs> they were competing oh, for God. love and money. Oh. Yeah, it was a shit show. It was like Big Brother. They were like living in the house. It was like uh-huh. Big Brother uh-huh. slash like The Bachelor, I guess. I don't okay. know. Okay. Um, I've watched Bachelorette. I'm going to be watching the upcoming Bachelor Winter Games. Like, <laughs> I'm, like, fully invested in this this fucking franchise. I don't know why. In Bachelor Nation, you're a member. I'm a member of the Bachelor Nation. Like, I, I think I do it, um, at this point, it's, like, out of obligation. I'm just, it's something I'm mm-hmm. so used to watching mm-hmm. that it's just, like, part of my TV routine. Um, I also just love the drama. Mm-hmm. I think the producers masterfully edit the shit out of the show and create drama out of nothing, really. It's just yeah. basic white bitches in a house fighting over a basic white-ass man. <laughs> and for some reason, I'm just like, this is the greatest thing ever. <laughs> this is so dramatic. And I tune in every damn season. And also, like, I... Because the show is so damn white, like, I always have to look out for, like, the black people who are on the show. Yep. So I get invested in them as well. They never last that long, but I have to see, like, mm-hmm. how far they how far they go. Um, and so, yeah, that's, like, my... That's my interaction. But I'm fully invested in this world. I follow all these people on Instagram. Like, yeah. get at me. I <laughs> We can have a whole chat about The Bachelor. Because Justine is... Justine, I'll let you talk because you're yeah. new to this world. So, I literally have only watched, before Rachel's season, I would watch the last two to three episodes of most seasons of The Bachelor just because the women would go so crazy mm-hmm. that it was, the drama was at its highest point. But you didn't even know the people. No, it didn't matter. <laughs> Just because, like you said, blank-ass white people doesn't, It just doesn't matter who it is. It's just, it's like craziness. At that point, it doesn't matter really your personality. Mm-hmm. Like, there's always one kook, like Corinne. Corinne, yes. There's always um, some girl who's, like, madly in love with him who's definitely not going to win. Mm-hmm. So, and you can tell immediately, almost, mm-hmm. before Rachel's season. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I only watched the whole season of The Bachelorette because Rachel was black. And so that's when you tuned in. That's when I tuned I in. roped her into this. Yeah. And now she's Natasha doing a podcast <laughs> about The Bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> See what friends are for? <laughs> you joined my crazy. 
<laughs> now I have like three bachelor husbands. Uh, yep, you did. Three reject husbands. Yep, I don't know where they are. You're fully invested. You watch their Instagram stories. Oh, yeah. <laughs> fully invested. Into it. Um, I follow a couple of them on Snapchat, too, which is oh, shameful because I'm doing double content. That's this a lot, girl. Terrible. <laughs> um, but the other shows that I would watch would be like Real Housewives. Mm-hmm. I watch a lot of different worlds. But then I have some... Some shows that are pretty shameful, like Dancing with the Stars. Okay. Where you do have some interaction with the Bachelor and Bachelorette contestants. Ah, so you've gotten to know some people. Some of the winners. Okay. Or, in some cases, some of the losers. Because I know there was a young lady, I think her name was Melissa, and she lost. Okay. And then immediately got on Dancing with the Stars. And if any of you all know, Dancing with the Stars, that chick... Mm. is better than any check of any mm. Dunkin' Donuts, FabFitFun box, okay? <laughs> any of these sponsored things is better than that check. So we were very happy for Melissa. Um, so that was my kind of interaction with The Bachelor world. And now I'm doing a podcast. on a, on a mic. <laughs> Don't really know how I got here, uh, but Bachelor Nation, I'm, I'm here, I guess. I love it. I roped you in. Yeah, yeah she got me. We're actually on your bed right now. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Wednesday night, 1030. <laughs> recording a podcast about The Bachelor. Um, so excited. And that brings us into why we're doing this at 1030 on a Wednesday night. Why are we recording? Why are we creating a Bachelor podcast? Right. And it's really because we didn't hear our voice in the space. Um I know Natasha's pretty invested into all the Bachelor podcasts and Bachelor media. Yeah, I am. Yeah, the Bachelor Nation um, media and the voices that are talking now. Mm -hmm. And we think there's a gap and a space for us and some people who need to hear our commentary. And we were also looking forward to a lot with uh, Rachel season Mm -hmm. um, that we didn't get, that we didn't receive. That's true. We're hoping to get it from ours? No, like, we're hoping, no, no. <laughs> we're just hoping to maybe make a little influence. Yeah. You know? I echo everything Justine says. Nice. I, yes, I listen to a lot of Bachelor podcasts. Um, there's a lot out there. There's yeah. the bajillion. They do recaps, <laughs> they do interviews. Like, they're generally really funny, and I just like to, after watching an episode, I'm like, let me just tune in to hear, like, what other people's thoughts were on last night's episode. It's, like, something I listened to on the subway, like, going to work or whatever. Um, but just as the Bachelor Nation world is very white, the podcast world of the Bachelor Nation <laughs> is also very white. Um, and I feel like, like, with Rachel's season, and I wish we almost started this podcast, like, with her season. Yeah. So we can really give our thoughts. Um, but with Rachel season, there was, like, one other, like, Black Girls podcast that I came across. But other than that, like, I've listened to podcasts talking about Rachel season, and I feel like they were just, like, missing things. They weren't getting, like, mm-hmm. the Black perspective or, like, different nuances. Like, I wanted to hear them, like, dissect the Black guys and, like, the thought, like, their interaction with, like, Lee and, like, all the different things. And, like, a lot of that was just missing because of the nature of who was giving the voice to some of this commentary. Right. And so, yeah, I agree there's a gap. Um, I think also just in general, I mean, just in general media, television, film, like, it's just very white-dominated. Mm-hmm. Mainstream, like, media is very white-dominated. White characters, white creators, white stories. You know, as black women, we're not reflected that much on screen. 
I mean, there's some new stuff coming in. Yeah. But I think particularly in, like, the, the reality world space, there's not that definitely. much I would, for us. I would definitely agree. And if it is, yeah. if it is, we're in a segment. We're only in Atlanta. Right. We have we have Atlanta. We have Atlanta. We have Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe some parts of Chicago. Thanks, Oprah, so much. Oh, it's like, uh, uh, really? <laughs> so, yeah, we're not reflected all that much, but yet we're... In a sense, we're forced to watch everybody else's white ass show. <laughs> so, like, my black ass is so roped into The Bachelor, even though I don't even see myself in the show. So, you know what? You guys are gonna listen to my damn commentary. I'm gonna provide my colorful ass commentary. You're gonna, I'm gonna watch The Bachelor and provide my commentary from the black female lens. And I also know that there are many other black women out there who love and watch this show, like mm-hmm. we do. Yeah. And maybe they turn to Twitter and, like, tweet with other people, but they might not have so many friends in their lives that, like, watch it with them. Right. But you guys can tune into our podcast and, exactly. watch and listen to it with us, recap with us every week. That's who we'll be. We'll be your black friends who are sitting with you watching Yay, the show. Watching the show. Yeah. So this is our first episode. It's kind of just like an introduction to us. Um, and we're also going to talk about some things um so like the agenda we're gonna talk about we're gonna do a little recap of rachel's season since we sadly decided to start this podcast after her season yeah. ended mm-hmm. we're gonna just you know feed into our own desires and do a recap of rachel's <laughs> season we're gonna provide our thoughts on ari so ari season's coming up which is yeah so ari season's coming i up. literally have nothing to say <laughs> anything how do you pronounce his last name do you know girl i have no clue <laughs> i just always say ari ludinsky like junior i really don't know i should learn we should learn yeah we, we should, should give him that youtube respect. it or something find out how to pronounce it but yeah. so yeah we'll give our thoughts on ari season and then we'll give like our hopes just in general for the upcoming season mm-hmm. um clearly ari is not our choice of bachelor but absolutely not we gotta do this speaking um, of our choice of bachelor yeah I mean, we'll get to those later. Okay. We'll get to those. <laughs> Rushing along this week. I know, I know. So let's get I'm into, like, a re- let's do a little recap of Rachel. Okay. So, for Rachel's season, I mean, I just really felt like it was Black History Month that whole time. You know? Like, I really felt like I was just, it was that celebratory. It was. It really was. It was a and big deal. I, Natasha and I had this very special ritual every Monday Yay. where we would go over to each other's houses. We would alternate houses, and whoever would bring a bottle of wine, and we would sit there and recap the show, sometimes until like one in the morning. Yep. <laughs> the episode was what? It's like eight to ten. Yeah, eight and to ten. I would be like catching a lift <laughs> or an Uber at one a.m. Like, bye, girl. And we literally from ten to one, we're just dissecting the episode. Dissecting, yeah. God. Um, most of the time, my mom would call. You guys are probably going to meet my mom later on. Yeah, um, She's pretty kooky, so you guys are going to meet her later. She's part of this Bachelor world. She is. She's definitely part of Bachelor Nation, more than I am. Mm-hmm. She was the one who would rope me in at the last two or three episodes. Um, <laughs> she's so hot. Joy's commentary, you guys. I can't wait to have I her know. on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Joy's commentary on it could be just specifically Rachel's season, just the, the trash mess that was happening yeah, last season. Maybe, but she is very entertaining. Yeah, and I would love to hear what she has to say about Ari season. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And she's not a typical mom. She's a cool mom. She's not she a, is a cool mom. <laughs> she definitely is. Oh boy. Um, 
And as two black girls who are, you know, educated, Natasha has all the education. We um, had really high hopes for Rachel. We did. I was very, as someone who's been watching this show for like the better part of my life. Every season, I'm like, okay, this is the year. It's going to be a black bachelor, a black bachelorette. Like, this is the time. And literally been doing this my whole damn life. And so finally with Rachel, I was extremely excited for seeing the opportunity to see a black woman, like, fall in love and, like, have these suitors fighting over her. Um, So I had high hopes for her. And then... (laughs) But also, I had high hopes for her and the viewers because she wasn't physically a safe black woman. Nope. She was pretty dark. She was dark skinned. As far as, as, you know, the spectrum goes, especially for... She had a weave. She didn't have natural hair, but... Oh, yeah, girl. No, we a long way from natural hair. With the weave. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) She had a weave. She was southern as well, so that's Mm -hmm. another, like, safety Mm buff. As far as the way she looked, she had a gap in her teeth, Mm -hmm. um, and she was a lawyer. She wasn't, like, a dancer or, you know, something that people are just used to seeing black women portrayed as. Right. She was a strong, educated Mm -hmm. to the T. Yeah. Her father was a judge. Like, she really, they pulled out the stops, which is something we can talk about as well. Like, she had to be a perfect black woman for them to give her the slap. Outside of the physicality. Right. Yeah. Everything had to be, like, lined all the way up so Mm -hmm. people can, like, digest her. Um, But, yeah, I was very excited when they announced her. So pumped. And then... (laughs) Her season was just marred with so much controversy. The producers just trashed the hell out of that season with the racism foolishness and... I don't like just casting Brian, which casting <laughs> which Brian. Into, we are clearly not fans of Brian, but oh having this dumbass on the show. Um, so wasn't it one hundred percent the season we hoped for? Mm-mm. And Rachel in the end pissed me the hell off, so she didn't end up being oh. the bachelorette I hoped for. I'm still burning, still just waking up seething <laughs> over the fact that. Okay, I can't even get into it. <laughs> I know. Well, speaking of casting, yeah. I would like to get into the fact that Rachel had a history of dating black men. A history. Yeah. She had never, from what I remember her saying, outside of her season dating Nick Vial. Yes. That was like her first white guy she brought home, first like serious white guy. She's a history of black men. Yes. And the men who were on the show just i don't feel reflected what rachel would have wanted what rachel deserved Mm. um and we're just so corny like (laughs) not all of them i'm not all the black men or yeah no the black men okay gotcha the black men corny would be the word yes and corny (laughs) it was just horrible how corny they were most of them mm-hmm. um like the fact that like they really put a wrestler on that sh- like that man puts on a mask yeah. and goes shirtless covered in baby oil and they thought that he would date rachel yeah. why would they think I that understand. and like to be fair kenny kenny's was, very nice Shout kenny's very nice single dad like had a great storyline yeah really genuine guy there for the right reasons yes they say right 
Um, but the wrestler's not going to win. Like, no. <laughs> the wrestler's not going to win. I'm sorry. And Josiah, I need you to stop selling them suits. <laughs> I need you to stop selling those suits for black men. Josiah, he, he's on Instagram selling suits now. He's still on Instagram selling suits. Uh, They're like the young Steve Harvey suits. Remember Steve uh, Harvey had suits? Barf. <laughs> <laughs> I barf. Uh-uh. Yep. And Josiah's another. Like we had, I had high hopes. High hopes. Similarly for this season, I was like, we have a black woman. Okay, so there's gonna be like 25 guys. A good 18 of them got yes. black. Like, yes. Yes. And then no, there was like 10 or 11. Like it was still yeah. a fairly white majority. Majority cast. white. Yeah. And then the black guys they had on there were like, mm. yeah. Like we have Eric, who is our love. We love the shit out of Eric. Justine is like beside herself. I right am. Now. I am. I can fall over right now. <laughs> just thinking about love, Eric. We love some Eric. Um, Diggy. I really enjoyed Diggy. Oh I my really god. Wanted to see more of him. We saw him in Bachelor of Paradise. Okay. Um, but on the show we didn't get too much of Diggy. Yeah. Um, Fred. <sighs> my other love a huge hope for Fred. Fred I love Fred he did not get a fair chance at all but Fred also didn't stop crying but Fred we'll get to that later also was a weirdo which <laughs> 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 we can definitely get into um, so there's some gems but there are also some whack ass people Josiah yeah. was whack Will whack <sighs> Uh, Demario, like we'll get like yeah, just whack as hell. Oh my god, terrible. So yeah, hopes for just slowly diminishing. Yeah, (laughs) with Rachel's season, which in general I overall enjoyed the season, but like it was just a weird one for me. I definitely enjoyed the season. I did. Yeah, yeah. And I thought that even without the kind of like racism clash stuff that they had in there mm-hmm. they could have definitely had a solid season outside of that like there That's was what I'm definitely saying. no drama they brought in so much nonsense with yeah. Mario's girlfriend Lee's racism stuff and without all of that it still would have been a solid ass season even with the whackness that was there even with the whackness <laughs> whack ass guys that were there that was <sighs> yeah anyways um, so yeah so still going with Rachel's season mm-hmm. because we can literally talk about this until the end of this week. Yeah. <laughs> I can't recap this for the rest of my life. This is going to be my job, just talking about Rachel's season. <laughs> so, moving along, we're going to go through some highlights mm-hmm. of the season. Um, let's start with episode one. Yeah. My my boy, Blake K. Oh, my God. Blake we K. Are still, like... What's the word? I'm still pining over like, Blake pining K. Pining over Blake So, for those of you who don't remember... And you should if you are about this life. Yeah. Blake K was our beloved Asian American U.S. Marine mm, mm, mm. hottie. <laughs> yeah, hottie from Hawaii, right? From Hawaii, exactly. Yeah. And from Hawaii, like mm-hmm. let's throw that in there. The state of Barack Obama. He was from Hawaii. <laughs> Blake, we loved Blake from the minute we saw his casting photo. Yeah. And my dude Blake went home on episode one. Terrible. So Rachel was already pissing me off from then. When she picked doo wop to doo wop, what was his name? <laughs> what, what was oh. that? Name? <laughs> I was like genuinely like what? Um, waboom. Waboom. Uh, when she picked waboom so over Blake K. Blake went home. Blake made it. Ugh, he didn't even make it past the first night. Ugh, I wanted so to see more sad. of Blake. I really want to see more of Blake. Yeah. So that was yeah. 
I don't know if you call that a highlight. Or no, it's like a low. The a low, low point. of the season. It's a low point. I still follow Blake on all social media <laughs> networks. I'm so invested in his life now because he's just, he didn't get the shine that he deserved. Yeah. Next highlight. I no, this is definitely a highlight. This is, I mean, this is for sure. This was messy. This is a mess. <laughs> Demario. Demario's girlfriend scrunchy girlfriend in quotes because who knows who that is we don't know what that is he's saying that she was a girl he met on Bumble that he like smashed a couple times she's claiming she was a girlfriend title and like met the family almost Mm -hmm. anyways the producers just came with the mess and brought in Demario's whatever this girl's was um girlfriend confronted him confronted Rachel yep just slid her on in and did a whole Jerry Springer segment of an episode. <laughs> it was like that. It was like Maury. It was literally watching Maury. Oh my god. I just, I only remember her scrunchie around her wrist. She, oh, she had like scrunchie. a deep forest colored scrunchie. scrunchie around her wrist. Or it, like she was really going to pull her hair back and like That's start fighting. Like I don't really know what she was going to do. What was she doing the scrunchie for? I didn't even think about that. You use a scrunchie to like wash your face. You use a scrunchie. What? If that. Wait, what? If <laughs> A hair scrunchie to wash your face? No, 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 to like tie your hair back while you're washing your face. I was like, um... (laughs) You thought it was a cleansing tool? Yes. This beauty skincare guru, I'm like, I didn't learn about this scrunchie thing. Technique? No. Okay, yes, you put a scrunchie in to tie your hair up. To tie your hair up when you're about to do something at your house. Right. You don't bring... you don't in the public eye. Nah. Homegirl had a scrunchie around her wrist like she was about to wash her face. (laughs) basically <laughs> and then just went in and ripped into Demario yeah Rachel was I think she was pissed because she just I'm like she was looking at the producers like y'all really did this yeah yes. y'all really brought this girl on here mm-hmm. and are doing this right now on my season right like why and then on top of that Demario tall good looking black guy I had high hopes for him even though he got on my last nerves on the first episode because he was just talking so damn much you know good looking is relative good looking is relative He's not. He's he's not my type person. Yeah. But I see his appeal. Yeah. Like Demar okay. would be in the general consensus of the world. People would call him a good looking. Yes. Piece. Right. Okay. Yes. I'm with you. Yeah. Tall, success. I don't know if he did for a living, but seemingly successful. And then yeah. So probably people look at him and think he's probably a front runner. Yeah. And then they just bring up this mess. And but you know what? It really showed his personality, and it showed his. Um, Brains, because I remember he was really trying to negotiate, trying to negotiate with Rachel, who was a lawyer. Right. He came back and tried to get back on the show. Yep. He tried to get back on the show. He tried to like, you know, lie about his relationship with this other girl and all mm-hmm. these things. Like, nah. Her, her father's a judge. She's a lawyer. You just tell the truth. You hope she accepts exactly. it. Exactly. And you leave. Yeah, you don't, unless you're a lawyer yourself. But. Even then, nah, you don't mess with a black woman scorned. An educated black woman educated, who's scorned. A lawyer black woman who literally deals with liars for a living. <laughs> right? What are you doing, Demario? I can't. Yeah, no. So, yeah, that's bye. Demario. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then the next episode was my beloved Fred. Fred. My Fred. Was... Childhood. Oh, I was yeah. going to say sweetheart, but they. No. No. She was the camp counselor. She was the camp counselor, but they weren't that much older. Like, their age gap wasn't that crazy. 
Yeah, I don't remember. What so it was. I don't really know. She was like really hooked on him being this like bad little kid, and she always thought of him that way. And I think she just really, really wanted a man who took control. And Fred was like too much of a puppy that was in love with her when he first yeah. looked at her. Yeah. And I think it was really off-putting for yeah. her. Yeah. Um, now, Fred, you can holler at me anytime. <laughs> That Fred. same puppy love Lisa. look, come come on over anytime to New York oh, no. at me. Yeah. Slide them DMs. But <laughs> yep, this week three, Fred went home. This is a very sad week, mm. and he also cried at the the reunion men tell all special. He which, did? Yeah, well, he got like choked up, Fred and all the guys were like, "Man, it's okay, man." I was like, "Oh, oh my like, god, yeah, I can't." You were in Cuba Fred, living your best I was in life. Cuba, yeah, Fred. Um, Fred really did himself in when he asked if he could kiss her. Oh, that was like the highlight, really. I forgot that, about yeah, that. He asked her, or he said, "Like, can I kiss you now?" Yeah. Something? She was like, "What?" <laughs> and her face was like, "You have to ask me." And did she actually kiss him, or did she say no? I, I don't know. I don't remember that. I tried to block out he any went physicality home with between the two of them. Swiftness, yeah. After that, though. He was in that suburban, like, damn. Like, pronto. She, she walked him out and was like, yes, yeah, so what you're not going to do is ask. <laughs> so kiss me. And then look, honestly, look who ended up winning. Brian, who yeah. mauled her face on episode one. <laughs> no did. permission, like, literally assaulted no. her face. Yeah. She she loves that. Yeah. So Fred, Fred never had a chance. I mean, who doesn't, though? I don't know. That's sort of, like, aggressiveness. I think it's kind of cute. The wait, what's the Brian's aggressive? Brian's aggressiveness because oh, we yeah, won. I'll take that. I was riding for Brian after that episode. I was like, oh, this guy can get yep, it. definitely. And then we'll go on. We'll get into <laughs> we'll that get later. Him. <laughs> but I will definitely take that over Fred's like very kiss you timid. Yeah, that's like ugh. whack. Yeah. So yeah, that was what episode three. Remember? Episode three. Yeah. Um, moving along with the highlights. Um. Lee was a thing. Not talking about him. No, we're not doing that. Not doing it. We're not doing that on here. Next, um, <laughs> Will. Mm. So Will. Mm-hmm. This might not be. This is a highlight for me and for us. Yeah. For some people watching the show, they'd be like, "Who's Will?" They probably not remember Will because he was kind of unmemorable. Mm-hmm. But Will's ultimate whackness. Will, for those of you who don't remember, is the black, tall, good-looking black guy. Yeah who just felt so inclined to reveal that he's never his last few girlfriends were all white like he's never really dated seriously a black yeah he's girl. never seriously dated a black girl yeah. yeah just really felt such a need to tell Rachel this on their one on one date yeah I'm still just like don't understand what strategy he was going for and Rachel was looking at him like I don't understand what strategy you're going for <laughs> With the same look we with had. the same look we had. Like, what are you doing with this? I think all black girls watching have the same face. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and then, I mean, and then his, I don't know. I understand people, I, was, I don't think he was saying he has, like, a preference for white women. I think he was saying more, like, circumstance of where he's, like, lived, gone to school, whatever, whatever. So that's the excuse, right? That's the excuse. That's the excuse. That was what he was coming Because you go to the town and you can find some black women. That's true. If you really search it, you can find somebody. Not even search. If you just go to the town over. <laughs> I really believe that. Yeah. In most places where black people reside, 
I don't remember where he was from, but I don't remember him being from, like, West Virginia. No, yeah. You know? He was from a city. He, yeah, he was from, like, I don't know. Yeah. North Carolina or something. Like, right. you could find somebody, like, you could find oh, them. Shit. So he probably had a preference. Yeah. Which, okay, you have preferences. That's fine. Why are you saying this to a black woman on a date? You're trying to win her. Why are you revealing that? Like, that was just the ultimate. And just as, see, Rachel was coming through here because she sent him home also with the Swift. <laughs> she did. She was like, okay, this one-on-one is over. Um, the limo's waiting for you outside. Uh, nice knowing you. <laughs> and my highlight for that was, in particular, it has nothing to do with Will, mm-hmm. but when Eric was trying to explain it to Dean. Yes. <laughs> forgot that up, or that moment of that thing. Yes. It was adorable. Dean, who is like 18, I don't know, he's really young, but he was like, well, I've made date, never dated a black girl before and Eric was like, right, but you aren't black. Yeah. So that's so why. This is where, why this is a conversation. That's why it's a conversation because it's okay if you haven't dated one because mm-hmm. you're also very young. And you are not at the same race, but it's concerning to Rachel. Yes. And he was like, oh, wow. Okay. Dean learned a lot. Dean <laughs> grew the hell up on the show. He did. It, it was, was cute. Yeah. It was cute. But yeah, I totally forgot about that moment. Yeah. It was one of my favorites of the show. Teachable, teachable moment for Dean. It was. Why it's odd that Will has never dated a black woman, yet is on here trying to marry one. <laughs> And then feels the need to tell her, like, oh, I can't. That he's never dated one. Like, just the ultimate wackness. Yeah. Yep. Bye, Will. Um, Next. I don't know if this is, like, next or what episode this was, but um, Adam and Matt went home in the same episode. Everyone was wondering, who the fuck is Adam and Matt? (laughs) Who actually are they? They made it. They both made it to the bottom. They made it to the top five, right? Yeah, were, top five. They were dude four and five. No, 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 no. Six, six. They were dudes five and six. Yeah, and then ne- neither of them got one on ones. Neither of them got one on one. Neither of them got any camera time. Nope. Rachel broke up with both of them and was sobbing, and all yeah. of America was watching. Like, so what was that guy's name? <laughs> Why are you even crying? Why is she crying? <laughs> Like, what? I remember Twitter was blowing up, like, mm-hmm. hashtag who the fuck is yes. that? It was a big thing. And it I was. was like, I was along that path. And also just really perplexed as to why the producers did it in that way. Mm-hmm. And just in the editing room. Yeah, why did they choose to edit it in that way? Like, create two guys who you, no one had any attachment to them whatsoever. Yeah. And yet made it to the top six. Meaning that Rachel had genuine feelings for these guys. Right. And then also, they were both on... So I watched Bachelor in Paradise as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, both of them were on Bachelor in Paradise. We got to know both of them very well in Bachelor in Paradise. Both of them pretty solid dudes, in my opinion. Yeah. Solid-ass dudes. Adam ended up the end with Raven, who's like a Bachelor Nation, oh, like... Oh, yeah. Whatever, queen. I don't know. She, no, Raven's very cute. She's like, yeah, she's very cute. She yeah. was bottom two on Nick's season so yep. she's like a bachelor mm-hmm. like royalty I guess in terms of like their hierarchies or whatever royalty yeah there's like a there's like a thing I need to learn there's this. like a hierarchy like of like the cool bachelor people and there's like a whole I can get into that until a later episode yeah Break no it down for you. yeah we could do it but Raven's a part of that like 
the in crowd, I'd yeah, say, of right. Rachel World. And Adam, who everyone from Rachel's season was like, who the fuck's Adam, ends up with Rachel. So he's clearly like a... a Raven. A, a, uh, sorry, he ends up with Raven. Yeah. Yes. Wow. So he's clearly like a stand-up dude. Yeah. Matt. Bachelor Prize, he had a whole thing with crazy ass Jasmine. Mm, mm, mm. Um, but he also, I liked him on this the episode mm. or on uh, Bachelor in Paradise. So, yeah, another highlight of Rachel's season. Who yeah. the fucker Adam met? Yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know what's happening. Because he laughed, but then everybody was crying. It was interesting. It was, it was very fun. interesting. It was a fun time to be on Twitter for sure. It was. Speaking of fun times on Twitter, hometown episodes. Hometowns. Now, the hometowns are fun. Peter's was fine. Great. Parents were nice. Mm -hmm. Brian's was very interesting. His mother was totally out of control. Mm -hmm. Brian's mom's was nuts. Literally Jane Fonda and Monster-in-Law. Mama Dukes was nuts. She was crazy. Mm -hmm. Obsessed with her son. Nothing, like, unusual. Nothing that we haven't seen before. You know, nothing too, you know, out of the box. And then we get to Dean's house. Oof. Full of people who need therapy and just aren't. Yeah, that was the saddest bit. It was so sad. It was heartbreaking and also just so puzzling. Um, his father was a Sikh. Is. Is a Sikh. A Sikh. With a wife as well. And a wife. Both who is practice. A, a both. Sikhism? Uh, nope. I'm not even going there. I know. Um, yeah, I want to get this right. But just any white man to me who chooses to be any sort of minority is crazy. <laughs> Why would you ever choose not to be a white man? That is the optimal <laughs> choice. Your truth and power. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's the optimal choice. Just go with that. Why not? Why are you choosing to make life hard? Um, <laughs> so I thought that was very odd. Um, And it was all centered around some very extreme grief that they were all going through for the past, like, ten years. That's the weirdest bit. It was very odd. Nobody really accepted it. And Rachel was there like, so (laughs) I'm Dean's girlfriend and also two other people's girlfriend. No big deal. Here's some cameras and let's go. Let's go. Um, Yeah. It was very invasive, I felt. Very. And very exploitative. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. Because the producers knew that Dean had a very weird family dynamic. They yeah. knew that his dad was Sikh and this would be, like, a jarring thing for the audience to see. Mm-hmm. They didn't make a joke of it. Like, I, I'm glad they didn't, like... Yeah, that's true. they could have edited the shit out of that made his dad look nuts. <laughs> they but they have. respected his religion mm-hmm. and respected, like... And Dean as well, like, made a point. I remember on, like, Twitter, Instagram, like, people were like, oh, oh my God, Dean's dad, like, in the preview. Mm-hmm. And he posted, like, look, this is my dad's choice. This is yeah. his religion. Like, please respect it, whatever. Um, but, yeah, it was very, like, invasive. Because clearly there was just, like, so much beneath the surface with, like, the grief of the mom yeah. and, like, the dad, like, getting this new wife and throwing himself into this new religion and, like, completely neglected his son. And culture. Yeah. And, like, has not resolved things with his son, which one would think would be the priority. You would think. Your kids. Yeah, yeah they hadn't talked in, like, two years, I think, and then he just showed yeah. up at his house with mad cameras. Mad cameras, <laughs> a girl. And some black woman, like, hey. Yeah, hey. Nah. And then the sister, the sister and the brother, I remember, were pretty numb. And also had a very weird dynamic with Dean. Yeah. Like, yes. also don't need to be there. Yep. I remember distinctly <laughs> when Rachel went outside to talk with the sister for a little bit. Oh, yeah. They had a little moment, a little whatever. She was talking about Dean and, like, crying and, you know, talk about their famous dynamic. Mm-hmm. Rachel goes inside and was like, oh, yes, I just talked to your sister. Dean says, oh, what did she say? 
or said, I don't know if he said those exact words, but he said something, something along the lines where yeah. I was like, damn, he don't fuck with her neither. <laughs> this is deeper than we thought. Yeah. Like, this family is not what we, I mean, we already know it's not what we think, but even like him and his siblings, like, don't right. have that relationship either. So I was like, this, all of this is just very bizarre and uncomfortable for me. And it was the same episode where Dean said that he was in love with Rachel. It was the same time he told her he was in love. It's so sad. And then got kicked to the curb. No, you gotta go. <laughs> you gotta go. You got that whole family and you expected what? Yeah. What did you think? Oh, we went to Eric's hometown too, which is really, really cute and like so black. And they like cooked for her and like they were all like dancing and snapping and like listening to Frankie Beverly. So that was always like very cute as well. We don't want to leave out Eric. Yeah. But yeah, Dean had to go. Dean, yeah, Dean's hometown was an ultimate highlight of. Oh, Rachel's this season. season. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. An ultimate highlight. Yeah. Um, all right. So after the hometowns, like Dean went home. Mm-hmm. Then Eric, our love, also oh, went home. Also went so home. So sad, so sad. Love Eric. We love him to bits. Yeah. We knew he wasn't going to win. Yep. He didn't have, <laughs> I mean, he was not even in the competition with no. um, Peter and Brian, like, whatsoever. But it was great watching his journey of love as well. It was, because he said that he fell in love for the first time. Yeah. He took someone home for the first time. Yeah. He's mostly women in his family, so that's, like, a really big deal mm-hmm. when you bring mm-hmm. somebody home. Yeah. Um, um, during the last, I would say, four to five episodes, Natasha and I were uh, fighting, truly, <laughs> because those bachelor, bachelor castings went up. Right. And we were like, if it's Eric, it's on right. and popping. So this was before Ari got announced. Announced. And it was still kind of speculation. And I remember, what did you say? I was dying. It was like, if, if uh, Eric gets announced... You're like it's on and popping, like kale only. Kale only. <laughs> and that's what he's like. like kale only. Between now and casting, like kale yep. only. We both got at least like smooth <laughs> twenty to thirty five pounds to drop. <laughs> like bitch, like, meet me in, in the limo with your fashion nova outfit on <laughs> and your full blown weave with your Remy, oh, yeah. your yaki. Oh yeah, I'm jumping the bundles up real quick. <laughs> <laughs> ain't gonna cast me with this afro. <laughs> Nah, bundles. Oh my god, bundles. Bundles. And we'd be fighting to the death. But luckily, we're here on this podcast. We're on this podcast. Yeah. No fight was had. Yep. Because Eric was not announced. No. Sad times. Um, but Eric, another one, holla at me if you ever hear. <laughs> that, yeah, we might have to fight. If we're going to go, no, no. bitch. Like, you <laughs> these little sly on the low, Eric called me. Nah, we're not doing that. Let me get mine in too. That's it. <laughs> Hate you. Moving along, Eric went home, and so it was time for the final, the final two showdown. (laughs) The actual love of my life. Yeah, like I love me some Eric, but Peter is my everything. Yeah, he's your husband. He is my full-on husband. Yeah. Yep. I believe that. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. 
This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com And then he is up against... Mm, mm, mm. Joanne the Scammer, <laughs> as I like to call him. Okay, I don't even like to refer to him by his name. Uh, God, Brian. Brian. Mm, mm, mm. Final showdown: Peter and Brian. Brian, Peter. Who's she gonna pick? Who's she gonna pick? And they edited the shit out of that damn episode. Yeah, had me did. really thinking that Peter might. I mean, might Peter might be. pull this out. Like I, like Brian. As much as I didn't like him, I knew that he was a front runner from the get because the way she looked at him, yeah, was so different than every other guy. But her connection with Peter just felt so deep because they had so much. I feel like they just went through so much trials and tribulations. Like she put him through a lot. She put him through a lot. All of his dates were like were. First of all, all of his dates were something free. Which, Rachel, you ain't low, bitch, okay? <laughs> you buy out here buying $10,000 watches for Joanne the Scammer. Right. Hence why we call him that. Yeah. And yet, Peter, there's, like, no car. They gotta walk. They're walking in parks and stuff. And they're walking in parks, walking in churches, lots of church dates. Yeah. They did have the best date of the season, though. That dog sledding um Oh, episode, yeah. That shit was bomb. They were, like, on a mountain in the middle, like, in the middle of the mountains, in the middle of the snow, like, the two of them on a sled, and it was just beautiful. That's super cute. But, anyways, besides that, yeah, he had some whack-ass dates. He had the whack-ass dates. He even had the whack-ass honeymoon suite with, like, two twin beds. He didn't even get a full bed. <laughs> like, he had, like, just whack shit. They gave him the set up. They really did. They really did. So they went through a lot. They went through a lot. But nonetheless, like, I feel like she had a very strong connection with Brian, like, off the bat, like, physically and physically. all that. yeah. But with Peter, they really had a strong... Like, he was, he was a challenge to her. Yeah. He really was a challenge. Brian was, like, the easy way out. Mm-hmm. He was, like, he signed up for the show knowing that he was going to marry this woman at the end, regardless yes. of whether it was Rachel or not. Yeah, right. Peter, on the other hand, was really, like, no, I need to get to know you. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm here, yes, to, like, meet someone or whatever, but you might not be it. Right. So, we need to get to know each other. Like, she, he really challenged her and was a realist, which is yeah. why he didn't do well on the show, because this is the bachelor world it's not real life <laughs> yeah this is the bachelor world there is a certain type of guy that wins this show brian mm-hmm. fits into that type peter is not he's too real yeah um and for him to be so real and make it to the final two to the final two That's and he something. told her from jump like look i might not marry you at the yeah end. i yep. might not marry you and she he let that know and she hung on to that carrot because yep. she loved her some peter and she mm-hmm. really wanted to be the one that he would choose like it was really about him yeah. choosing her <laughs> yeah she really wanted to be the one that he would choose in the end and yeah didn't work out so well for didn't work out so well for rachel let's put it that way yeah you know what <laughs> Because we're not going to slander Peter on this show. This we're is not what we do. Peter, no. It didn't work out well for, for Rachel. He did not choose her. Uh, he didn't choose her. <laughs> she didn't choose him, I guess, in the end. But really, no, Peter was... They were, try, they were choosing each other. Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we he really... Yeah. He went there 
sure whoever's gonna be he's gonna come here for the experience and see if he meets and loves someone mm-hmm. but he really through the whole show was like assessing this person like yeah. really assessing Rachel meanwhile Brian was like in love with her from jump and so major highlights their breakup oh was one of the most heart-wrenching like pieces of reality television ever ever oh yeah in the history ever. of reality tv their breakup their final kiss at the end oh this girl was sobbing she was sobbing her lashes off she sobbed her lashes off he had a whole like wet stain on her on his yeah. sweater wait by the way their sweaters were matching they were wearing matching gray clothing <laughs> like meant for each other rachel what the hell um, that breakup was just so... That was horrible. Sad. Yeah. Because she was literally saying goodbye to the love of her life. Yeah. No, it didn't. Like, actually. Yeah. She was saying goodbye to the man that she should be with. And the reason why I say that she didn't pick him necessarily is right. because he was like, well, I'll propose to you tomorrow. Yeah, and then she was like, you know, if you want me to, yeah. like, I love you that much, I'll propose to you tomorrow. Yeah, that was some BS, Peter. It was. Love but Peter, but that line was stupid. It was stupid, but I mean, you were staying true to yourself, so I don't mind. And, um. I love him. Yeah, exactly. Stayed 100% him. 100. So not conform to this BS. Yeah. Bachelor fantasy world that they created. But my thing is, Rachel, if you're living in the Bachelor fantasy world, and this man is willing to jump into the fantasy world with you, with that absolutely disgraceful, horrific hideous pear-shaped ring that you have why don't you <laughs> just <laughs> you about to say <laughs> I was like where is she going with this horrific why don't you just why don't you just play along and be like alright see you tomorrow what with Peter yeah cause she needed that certainty Ugh. Rachel was not about to be on there at the end and this guy was not going down on one knee yeah she couldn't take the risk cause he even, even said as they were uh, saying goodbye he was like take a chance and she was yeah. like no and she started sobbing even more you guys I've watched this breakup scene <laughs> this is why I know the play by play cause on my downtime every now and then I just go to YouTube watch, just torture myself watch the Peter and Rachel breakup so I know this shit through and through mm-hmm. But anyways, he was like, um, take a chance. And she was like, and started sobbing. She's like, I can't do that because you're only, you're only saying that you want to do this because a girlfriend. I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm forcing you and I can't leave here a girlfriend. Like I can't do that. Yeah. So they both were very stubborn. They like stuck with what they wanted. Mm-hmm. She got what she wanted then. She got a man to marry her. Yeah. She got, um, K jewelers to come over to Brian's room <laughs> drop and off drop pear-shaped. off a pear shaped oh, ring with two absolutely disgraceful triangles at the end of the pear shaped ring as an accent. What? Rachel, I'm still mad at you. That ring is hideous. That shit is whack. You did this whole show to get that ugly ring. It's terrible. It looks like the ring that Carrie Bradshaw rejected in Sex and the City. That's what her ring looks like. Oh, really? When she threw okay. up. Ugh. She literally saw this ring and threw up on site. A, That's how who gets ugly a it was. Diamond? Someone from 1985. Oh. They're terrible. Brian, you ain't shit for that. Yeah, no, you garbage. <laughs> ain't shit. Peter would have never chose that. No. He would have chose the nice cushion cut with the round edges. Yep. Mm-hmm. Nice simple solitaire. Yep. Would have never done you like that, Rachel. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so yeah, that was like the ultimate breakup, ultimate showdown, because the way they edited it, you really thought 
at the end, Peter was going to pull through. Yes! Like, I remember yep. even on the episode, on the, because they were watching it live together, like, Rachel was watching it live or whatever. Right! Oh and I God, still was so on the edge of my seat, like, so Peter's going to come out, though, now, right? <laughs> like, so Peter's going to run after her. Like, I really could not believe that this, because their breakup was just so epic and sad, she was literally saying goodbye to love of her life. No. I couldn't, I couldn't imagine it ending that way. And it did. And then the very next day, she went and accepted this wag-ass ring. Not them. even 24 hours later, she Not was like, even. yes, oh my God, let's get married yeah. to someone else. To someone else. <laughs> After you sobbed your life away with Peter. She would have never cried like that for Brian. Oh, no. She would have never cried like that for Brian. No, 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 no. I, I can't see it. Yeah, Brian, Brian knew the game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If Brian, but it would be interesting to see if Brian was like, nah, I don't want to propose. It would be interesting to see who she would pick. If she at the end had two guys? Had two guys who were like, eh, we don't want to propose to you. That bitch would cry. (laughs) She would just (laughs) just leave. Yeah. She would just leave them both. (laughs) Just leave them both because that's what she came back for. Yeah, that is. Uh Uh-uh. She was similar, similar to Sean Lowe in that way. What? Sean Lowe was like, I'm here to find my wife. This is true. Yeah, Sean. We love Sean Lowe in this in this uh, and podcast. Yes, yeah, one here. of our faves. But um, yeah, she came there. She knew what she wanted. Yeah, Peter like represented the man that I think she really wanted, but he yeah. couldn't give her the ultimate, which was that one hundred percent security that they were going to be leaving their fiancés. It's yeah, the, just fiancés, not husband and wife. Just fiancés, just fiancés, and literally are still dating. Yeah. Which no, they just what? moved in two days ago. Oh, they did? Okay. Mm-hmm. Which, even if she married Peter, they probably would have been on the same track. She really just wanted that title and that ring. Yeah. Because yep. what she's doing with she Brian did. now, which is getting to know him, moving mm-hmm. in, like, dating, essentially, is exactly what she would have done with Peter. Yep. <sighs> We're still so upset about it, Yeah, I'm still <laughs> yep. reeling and seething over this shit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that's our that's our recap in a nutshell of Rachel season. In a nutshell. We could keep going. We did that fast too. Yeah, we did. We really did. Yeah. We just pulled out the highlights for y'all. Um Yeah, moving along because while what we're here for is Ari. Ari <laughs> The Dutch boy. We are here for Ari. We yeah. are we have decided to f- do a whole podcast on Ari's season. No, we're doing the- a whole podcast about The Bachelor. We're about not doing a whole podcast about yeah. Ari's season. But we're starting it off with Ari. Like, this oh, is our, this is our just, Bachelor, Justine. That's this just our We're doing this for, essentially. I reject it. <laughs> so, Ari, guys. Ari is our Bachelor, our next Bachelor. So, when they announced... So, let's... First of all, let's just talk about the drama of who was going to be The Bachelor, first of all. Mm -hmm. Peter was born to be The Bachelor. Yeah. Literally. Mm Mm-hmm. He looks like Mm. The Bachelor. Mm Mm-hmm. Also, in his cast bio... You remember this? No. You're not a freaking nature like me. In his cast (laughs) bio, he says... um, or I don't know if it was in the cast bio. Sorry, maybe I'm speaking too soon. Anyways, in his no, his high school yearbook. Damn, wow. One of the things that he says is like dreams in life is to be on The Bachelor. 
No. I swear to God, Justina will pull up the picture right now. I never showed you this? No, I never saw this. This man was literally, he's been talking about this from Jump Street. Yeah. And I don't think. 10 years ago. Yeah, like 10 years ago. Like, this is a thing that he's kind of like put into the universe. Right. And was like born to be. He looks like a friggin', I always say he looks like a Nordstrom's catalog model. Yep, for sure. Like, just a beauty. Mm hmm. Um, so there was speculation, like, is Peter going to be the bachelor? Like, he literally is made for this, mm-hmm. but can his heart take it? Because he literally just broke up with the love of his life. And Rachel dissed him on that last show. And then show. Rachel just really tried to put she, stop to him being yeah. a bachelor with, what did she say exactly? She was like, you aren't built for this. Yeah. She said some Lorianne Gibson ass, yeah. P. Diddy ass, making the band ass shit. <laughs> <laughs> Shit like that. Yeah, cut out for this. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah. Essentially. And she said it like multiple times too. Mm-hmm. She was like, I don't think this show is for you. Yeah. I don't think this process like is for you. Yeah. Like really saying like you are not about to be the bachelor and I'm not about to watch you fall in love with the other bitches. That's really really like translation, that's what Rachel was saying. Yep. So there was spe- like would Peter be the bat? Everyone wanted him, but we didn't know. Eric's name was floating around, but Eric, I don't think he had the following. Well, I, and I don't think we were ready. And they're they're not ready. And by we, back. no, I mean we, I mean us two, because I wasn't eating kale at that point. Oh yeah, um, oh yeah. Like I wasn't ready. <laughs> I I wasn't at the trial. Like physically ready. Yeah, yeah I wasn't we were physically not prepared. In shape. I wasn't we were ready. Not mentally prepared. You know, I remember uh, my mom sending me direct messaging me. His Instagram stories that he was in New York at the same time Good Morning America was on, Whoa. where they were going to announce the Bachelor. So you thought that maybe. It so was I him. thought it was him. See, this is what everyone was doing behind the scenes. Yeah, like, really watching the shit out of these guys because we had no clue who it was going to be. Yep. Um, Peter, Eric, their names were thrown out there. I also was still hoping for Blake K. Absolutely, Blake K. The the Asian American U.S. Marine from Hawaii that mm-hmm. we are obsessed with. Yep. Because what re- what really had me thinking was when Mike Fleiss, so Mike, is Mike Fleiss? Matt yeah, Mike Fleiss. Mike yeah. Fleiss, who, if y'all don't know, he's one of the main producers, creators, I don't know, mm-hmm. of The Bachelor, mm-hmm. who is heavy on Twitter, <laughs> just tweeting nonsense. Um, and he put out a tweet like, you know, wait for it, guys. The next Bachelor, it's a historic announcement. Mm-hmm. Historic? I'm thinking it's going to be a black guy. It's going to be Blake K. the Asian. Like, yeah. that's historic. Yeah. And then they announce Ari. I'm just say Ari L. Yeah, I sure. Ari L. Yeah, Ari L. So I knew who Ari was mm-hmm. um, because I watched. As I said, I watched basically every season of The Bachelor. Bachelorette. Right. Um, I always watch the beginning, and then I always kind of like fade out sometimes. And then I come back at the end to see yeah. who won. So I watched Emily Mannard's season. I remember Ari. But I didn't have an attachment to him. But Ari's name, like, in the Bachelor Nation world, people always talk about Ari. Mm -hmm. Every year when they're about to announce the Bachelor, his name always floats out there. Mm -hmm. He's just, like, a Bachelor, like, among the women of the Bachelor Nation. Not me, but these other women. They really ride for some Ari. The fans, you're talking about? The fans, yeah. People really love Ari. Like, from Emily Maynard's season, they're like, Ari should have won, or he should have this. Like, people... His name comes up every year when they talk about so The Bachelor. Odd. Yeah, okay. people really love Ari. He had the whole thing of being, like, the kissing the bandit. Kisser. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't really see the appeal, but anyways, people were about He was a fan life. favorite. He was a fan he that going. favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I knew who he was. Justine, did you have any clue? <laughs> I had not an inkling 
of who this man was. There was a lot of people who were like, who's this? Yeah. What's that? They showed his picture. They're like, him? What? Like, who is this? <laughs> this is the historic announcement? Oh, okay. my God. Mike Fly said the announcement would be in Hawaii. I was like, it is Blake. Yes! It is another thing he did. <laughs> he did that, too. He was like, The Bachelor, we're going to announce it tomorrow. I'm like, good morning, Honolulu. Yeah. I was like, it is Blake. Yep. And nope. then it was Ari. Nope. And they didn't pronounce it on Good Morning Honolulu or whatever <laughs> you were saying. Just talking mess. Yeah. Anyways, um, Ari. So Ari, he made it to the final two mm-hmm. of Emily Maynard's season. So mm-hmm. he's like legit. Um, she broke up with him before proposals. Yeah. So she yes, she did she what did. a lot of bachelor and bachelorettes do, or not really bachelors, but bachelorettes mm-hmm. will instead of having the guy go down on one knee and like humiliate himself, oh. she'll go and break up with them before. That's happened a few times actually. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah. That's happened on, on a number of seasons. Like mm-hmm. it was also on um, what's her face, um, Andy Andy Dorkman. Yep. Mm-hmm. She's one of the I think her name's Dorkman. She's one of the, my favorite bachelorettes. The lawyer. Your last name is Dorkman. I think so. She's dig who she can get. What? And I, I could be making that up. It's Andy. Okay. Andy. Um, so she broke up with Nick Vial, who this is his Damn. first run with The Bachelor, one of like 12 one runs. Of, yeah. <laughs> she broke up with him um, before he got down on one knee. So Emily did the same thing with Ari. Mm-hmm. Um, and his reaction. That dude was he like stormed off. He like heard her and then he kind of just like stormed off. And yeah. Was like I like what do you? I don't I don't know what to say to you. Like, right. I like I don't know what you want to hear. Mm-hmm. And kind of left on like bad terms. Yeah. Yeah. Bit. Yeah. Which I mean is understandable if when you break up on national yeah, television. Um, especially because didn't Emily not have any like fantasy suite situations? She didn't do fantasy suites. Yeah. Yeah. Because her daughter was, like, in third grade. And was, like, in the next room. Her <laughs> right. daughter was with her the whole show. Yeah. Right. They were in their hometown. So yeah. she was like, look, I gotta put Ricky to bed. <laughs> I can't be doing no late nights with you. So we have to, like, midnight. And then I gotta go, bro. Yeah. So he went that far. And then for her to break up with him for Jeff with one F. Jeff with Who was one. whack. I'm glad she didn't end up with him in real life. Yeah. I didn't really have feelings for see that's the definition of work yeah i just didn't really know i loved sean sean was like love sean really loved sean yeah. on that season ari was like mm, jeff i just didn't really understand he was like from utah so i always think of just like mormon yeah weirdness so i'm already just like mm, off put by yeah. this yep <laughs> And then he kind of had like a like a young hipster kind of vibe. Like he came in with like a skateboard and was like kind of like cool and yes, hip that's right. From the other guys, but it didn't feel like a natural cool and hip. It felt like this was like his persona that he like yeah that he like dressed up year. As, yeah yeah because he had like a startup too. I think he was like a cool hip startup guy. I don't know. I just didn't see it for Emily and like yeah, he was like a southern belle or right with a child right yeah. So Ari. Um, yeah, got broken up. Mm-hmm. Um, Peace the hell out soon after. Yeah. Then on the after show or after the final rose, I mean, came out still downtrodden mm-hmm. and revealed that he actually flew to Charlotte mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to confront Emily. I don't know what he was trying to do with yeah, that. I don't know <laughs> Confront Emily, meet her. Like, he really wanted closure. Um, ended up chickening out, I think. Didn't, mm-hmm. like, actually go to her door and, like, knock on her door. But left his journal With behind. psychotic, 
single white female ass messages in his journal talking about his uh, crazy feelings for her. Feelings for her. But homegirl didn't even read the journal. No, no, she came yeah. Came on the after show with it was still in its packaging. And his face, his face was like a little like, oh fuck, she didn't read this. Damn. But like, she's like in love with this other guy now. Like, what do you? And she's a mother. And she's a mother. She ain't got time for no drama and this. And like, read extracurricular reading. reading. She, she literally has. She literally doesn't have the time <laughs> right. to sit and read your journal, Ari. Yeah. I'm so so sorry. Um, but Ari, you tried. Yeah, he did. He really tried. My other thoughts on Ari. Ari is, besides a profession, he's a race car driver. Right. Which they are really just, like, tuning that up with his, like, his promos that are coming up. On the show with Emily, they, like, talked about his, like, race car driving, whatever. Isn't his father a race car driver? His father, yes. Because yeah. Ari's a junior. Ari, yes. whatever, a junior. His right. dad is, like, a, like a famous NASCAR. I'm not really sure what they did. Um, I'm always a little dubious of people in the racing world because... NASCAR, if, if it's NASCAR, I don't know if it's like Indy 500 or what the difference with any of these, are very white. No, they're only white. Very Southern. If you look at pictures from like rallies, people are flying that Confederate flag. Yeah, no. Like waving that shit. It's whiter than golf. Yes, it yeah. is. Very. Yeah. And so the fact that Ari is like part yeah, of this world, I'm already true. like on edge with this dude. And he's going right after the black woman. He's coming right after the black woman. Oh they God. really, okay, there's like an analogy here. Mm-hmm. You have black ass Rachel and they follow it up with the whitest dude ever. Is this not similar to Obama and Trump? <gasps> We're not going to get into this, but because I can't even go down that route. Yeah. But you have Obama, black ass president. Yeah. And soon after we get followed up with Trump. Like yeah. these, okay, I can't. <laughs> I no. like reel myself in. I know, it just I got mean, real deep. I will take this podcast in a whole other direction. <laughs> but just look at that contrast. Just look at that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so, yes, yeah, so I'm already on edge with Ari mm-hmm. with uh, just by sake of his profession. I want to judge people for their profession, but I don't know. You went a very, for me as a black woman, a very scary world. Suspicious. I've seen pictures of these like racing rallies and there's people like floating that. All right, it's not flag. a rally. What do they call it? They're, it's just racing events. Racing events? Isn't it called? <laughs> it's, no, it's rally. It's, it's a rally? I think it's like, you're going to that baseball game, you're going to like a, a racing rally. Okay, I don't know. I feel like I've definitely heard the word rally, rally? as it relates to, if I'm going to like a race car, not saying a race car yeah. game or a race car event, isn't it called like a rally? I'm going to a car rally. You know what? My father puts them on specifically to go to sleep. So <laughs> I actually, <laughs> that sound in the car is like buzzing. Oh my! It'll God. put you to sleep. That's true. It is like white noise. Yeah, that's true. That's, um, a, good, uh, that's a good one. So actually, I don't know. Yeah. So yeah, I'm on fence about that. <laughs> um, other things about Ari. On Emily's show, his foundation never matched his neck. You know what? Don't talk about his foundation because he didn't have foundation <laughs> he on. I can't did. believe you Justine, this bothered me the whole season. His face oh was god. forever a different color from his neck. Oh my god! I don't know if that is just his face. Maybe that could just be his skin. I think it's just. I don't feel face. really bad that I'm clowning him for that. <laughs> but I feel like the makeup that they were putting on him, his face never matches his neck. That shit was not cool. No, already to me is not that cute. Yeah, no, he's not. He's really not. His eyes are very close together. <laughs> 
and it freaks me out. And then he has the nerve to be beardless. Like you guys, you if no you beard. don't have a perfect structured face, you need a, you need a beard. You need a beard in these streets. Yeah. You need a beard. Like already. start taking your omega threes and yeah. start growing that hair. Cause mm-hmm. no. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, that was terrible. But yeah. shout out to the makeup artists, Gina Madika. Madika. Mm-hmm. But she's the greatest, and she she's been the makeup artist for a long time, and I don't believe that she would. She was, she's the makeup artist on the show. On the show uh, for the girls, for the girls, for the okay. girls. She was one of my main highlights of Rachel's season because Rachel's makeup looked flawless. For any of my beauties out here, any of my makeup dolls out here, I know you guys were looking for Armani eyeshadow number thirteen, that sparkly <laughs> eyeshadow that she put on that uh, Chris Harrison even tweeted about. Oh my god! Um, so she does. So she gave Ari the ill setup because no, she did not. She's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> she needs to go back to the foundation matching school because bring it back to Ari. School. That foundation was whack. Ari, go to Sephora before mm-hmm. you start the season. Mm-hmm. Um, Ari also was known for being the the kissing bandit, as kissing we said before. Bandit, yeah. But I personally think that Ari looks like how John Mayer sings when he kisses. Which is what, like ugly face? Yeah. 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 Right? Doesn't he, he morph? Like he does. His fit because he does this whole Ari's kissing to me did not look like anything. I was like I've never he made kissed, that one like him. very slow. Yeah. Yeah. And, like sometimes you like slow and passionate and things like that, but his was yeah. like very slow. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, it was like he was very. trying too hard to be passionate. Yeah. And, like, pushing her against the wall. And then, yeah, morphing his face into, like, this slow this thing. weird, I don't know, man. weird duck face. It was not yeah. working out. But these Bachelor Nation women, these Bachelor Nation white women, not me, but <laughs> <laughs> they love their Ari the Kissing Bandit. Yeah. They really do. Um, Ari was also messy. Messy boots. Messy boots. He did a crew member. He was messy, yes. Ari dated a producer <laughs> on, like, a current producer on Emily's season. Oh, my God. Like, Homegirl was miking Emily. <laughs> Emily and up. they previously dated. It was, like, years ago. Still, but though. he out here. Yeah. He's another one who I think he is similar to Brian. Like, I think if Brian didn't marry Rachel, he would just be campaigning for the next Bachelor. Mm-hmm. Like, he was just in it for the game. Yeah. Yep. And I think that Ari was the same way. I did get that vibe from Ari. Yeah. I didn't really trust him. One thing that I remember, um, I think it was during one of their one-on-ones, or maybe their hometown, or her, his hometown, mm-hmm. or her hometown, I can't remember. Um, she was asking him, like, so what do you, like, how do you spend your time? Like, do you cook a lot? Whatever, whatever. And he was like, oh, yeah, I go out for every meal. I, like, you know, meet up with friends and things like that. The, the life that he was painting for himself outside the show just sounded very much like a single guy who was not really looking for a mother with a child. Right. Like, I get it. Like, you're young, you're single, you go with your friends, whatever like that. But just, like, the way he was painting the narrative of himself, like, how he spends his life outside of this Mm -hmm. world, it didn't seem, it didn't sound at all like a guy who was, like, ready to, like... Conducive to her life. Yeah, conducive to, like, cutting off the going out to eat and, like, meeting up with friends and living that single bachelor life to lay down with someone with some kids. Right. So, like, that alone, I was like, what are you on the show for? (laughs) This don't sound right, bro. Oh, my God. I was on the fence about him from from jump. And he was in the running. 2013, he was in the running to be The Bachelor. Sean beat him out. For Sean's season. And then also 2015. 
he was also he, I told you his name comes up every yes every every uh, year season. I guess so he has been on the Bachelor he literally now goes out to events with a full head of gray hair <laughs> as if that shit is cute that dude is old. Like you he's, look that dumb. Looks, he's thirty six. He's not that old. He's thirty six. He doesn't I think look he's the like he's thirty six though. Nick Vial was pretty old. But he, he was looks great. Uh, yeah, Nick Vial. But I think was Nick good. was like thirty mid thirties too. Um, but yeah, Ari's Ari's old man. He's not that old. He's not that old, but in the Bachelor world, he's old. In the Bachelor world, he should he's have been old. Bachelor like ten years ago. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> actually. And he just looks old. Like why he are you does. looking that old? Yeah, he does. Terrible. He needs a beard to help him out. He does. He really does. He does. 2017. When you like struggle, just grow a beard out, man. Yeah. Begin, girls. <laughs> uh, yeah. Other thoughts on Ari? Like, why I don't really trust him? Um, and we're like sitting here just bashing the shit out of this guy. Yeah. <laughs> now I realize we'll start that. liking him later on. Yeah, we'll get into that. I guess. Maybe. Um, two things. Things that have come out since he's been announced the Bachelor. One, Jeff Holm. The guy who yeah. won Emily's, Emily's season. Him and Ari were friends. Okay. Like, on the show and, like, yeah. after whatever. Jeff did an interview where he... Or, I don't know if he did an interview. He put out a tweet mm-hmm. where he called Ari disgusting. What? He said, I have not I have not been friends with that guy for years. He's disgusting. <gasps> I should pull up the actual tweet. But something... Paraphrasing. He used the word disgusting to describe a guy that used to be his friend. Yeah. And not, like, ride-or-die friends. It's, like, friends, you know, yeah, bachelor world friends. still even call people disgusting right. out in the world. He called this man disgusting. So, and that's coming from someone who, like, knows this dude. And yeah. And like, with him. Like, so that, I'm like, I don't know what this Ari guy's like. Yeah. He seems messy or mm-hmm. something. Second thing that came out in the news um, shortly after he was announced The Bachelor his most recent ex did a whole like she did an expose expose mm-hmm. aired his ass out yeah long story short it sounds like he broke up with her like very shortly before he was announced the bachelor yeah so what are you if you are ready with someone in love apparently what do you go on the show for right for love or for some other motive exactly because he she was expecting something totally different from their relationship yeah she made it sound like they were hunky-dory in love things Mm -hmm. were going well i think they broke up i don't know how off like before the bachelor but then like in no time he was announced and she was like wait what and she found out with the rest of us the rest of the world so she's like were you on the phone with mike flights this whole (laughs) six months like arranging this shit yeah. you have to ask the question you do so his motives already like questionable very questionable. questionable and I think the Jeff Holm thing Jeff calling him disgusting like saying mm. I have not talked to that guy in years like he's disgusting that to me like something ain't right with Ari absolutely something is like he's a funky dude on the low and Ari's last girlfriend wasn't she 26 and his last girlfriend was dumb young too like yeah. I don't know no, that is that that a ten year age gap. Mm-hmm. That's a solid age gap. Mm-hmm. So it makes me nervous for the women on the season. Oh yeah. <laughs> yep. Some um, babies on this season. Yeah. Definitely gonna be some children. Speaking of hopes for Ari's season. Hopes for the season. What are your hopes for the season, Natasha? So uh, we just start talking about age. Yeah. Uh, one of my hopes is that seeing as he's thirty six. I'm hoping to see girls that are of, like, a viable age. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I want to see nothing less than, and I know this is not going to happen, but I don't want to see anything less than, like, 28. Yeah. 27, 28. Yeah. Dating a 36-year-old, like, grown-ass man. Yeah. 
Like, but the Bachelor, like, casting, they love to throw in, like, 23-year-old models mm-hmm. and 23-year-old realtors and 23-year-olds, like... From Salt Lake City. Yeah, yeah, from Minneapolis or whatever. And I'm like, I don't want to see a whole gaggle of 23-year-olds. I yeah, want to see no. actual viable women who are like, look, my eggs are cooking. Ari, let's get... Let's do this. Let's do, yeah. Yeah. So that's one of my hopes, is girls of a viable age. Okay. Um, also, I'm going to be looking for some women of color. Yes, uh, also on my list. That, okay, that's one of the Yes. Yes, two black girls, one rose. Yes. You know what we're here for. No. I count as many black girls on this show as possible. Yep. Or people of color in general. Yeah, just people of color. No, we'll take anybody. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, after having a black bachelorette and venturing into the world of diversity. Yeah. I'm hoping that the producers... Which, this is a stretch of a hope because I don't, <laughs> I don't have a lot of faith in these people in general, um, these producers. But I'm hoping that they will, you know, throw in some people of color. I don't know what else you to know, say. <laughs> You know what it is? I haven't been in this world very long. I've only been here for Rachel's season. So my hopes and desires are extreme. Mm. I'm hoping for somebody with a hijab. Because everybody is out here with hijab. Shout out to the girl who's oh, got with the Barbie. Oh, hijab. Hijab, yeah. A job. Oh, <laughs> I mean, they do cost a lot of like models and aspiring this, but I would hope these girls have jobs. A woman with a hijab. You were asking a lot, Justine. You were asking so much. I know. What? I would love that. I would love it. I would love to see like real representation mm-hmm. on this show. Yeah. You asking too much though. I would love to see a woman who is what America would consider plus size. I would love to see some body diversity on this show. I would love oh to see God. that because I don't, I think it just keeps all the plus size girls in the fetish range. Right. Nobody... Nobody is saying that plus-size girls are not sexually attractive. Mm-hmm. You know, we're out here in Sports Illustrated. We're out here in all in advertising campaigns, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's still a fetish. I need it to not be a fetish. Yeah. I need to be like, I'm going to get down when you propose and to you. You know, if the Bachelor producers, if they put a girl on the show, if they casted a girl who was plus-size, she would be the plus-size girl. Yes. She'd be the token. Like how they like throw in a black girl here and yeah. there, an Asian girl here and there. That would be her thing. Would she be the token or would she be the... Um, the cannon. What do they call it? Hmm? When you when you are the first one to launch something. The pioneer. The pioneer. Would She'd she? be the plus size pioneer. She would. I guess she would. If she dressed right, she would. <laughs> she would dress right. Can you imagine her on they, Twitter? Yeah. People would be following her nonstop. They would. But I just hate that they would make that her. Her story, right? Story, like her narrative. I could already see them, like, yeah. growing up, it was so hard being larger than the other girls. Oh, my like, that God, would just be her yeah. Thing, the whole, like, they would just play that shit. But it's up. a real thing, though. It is. It's a real thing. But I want them, if they're going to cast women of diversity or whatever the hell you want to call it, like, <laughs> girls outside of the bachelor norm, which are, right. like, 5'10", 23-year-old white women, <laughs> um, if they're going to cast, like, I want them to... Just have them on the show. Like, don't make their race, their this, their that, like, part of the storyline. Just have them on the show. Yeah. I would want the plus-size girl to talk a little bit about it just because she represents the girls who have been through a certain story and for her to be competing. Mm -hmm. It's not like she's just up there in, like, a beauty competition in, like, Miss America. She's, like, competing for a man. Right. So I would like her to talk a little bit 
more deeply about her relationships with men in relativity to her size. Yeah. Um, not as far as, like, growing up, everybody called me fat. Like, that's that stuff is, like, I never get tired of hearing those stories, to be mm-hmm. honest with you, because it's one of my stories, but it's because it's one of my stories. Straight-sized people don't care about that or want to hear about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to want her to be the only one. This makes me think of yeah. America's Next Top Model, season... Takara? Whatever. Takara! Love Takara. They hung her ass out to dry. I know, but Takara's famous now. Oh, she's huge now. <laughs> but, like, it was so hard watching her season sometimes. Yeah. Because she was the only plus size. She was the first plus size, so she yeah. was, like, the pioneer. And they never had the right clothes for her on the, on the sets. I know. That was she, terrible. like, her self-esteem at some points was, like, diminished because these other girls oh, were, like, yeah. and whatever were, like... So I wouldn't want the girl, if they cast a plus-size girl on the show, I wouldn't want her to be the only one. They would have yeah. to, like, commit to, okay, this season we're all girls of all shapes and all sizes. All shapes and, and sizes. Like, it would have to be more than just the one. Yeah. But yeah, I would true. love that. Yeah, I want more diversity of all types. Yeah. Not just race. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm hoping for some mess. That they will deliver. Yep. They will deliver. I know, they be I know they'll have that. Casting some crazies on I don't know shows. about a plus-size girl with a hijab, but I know there's going to yeah, be some mess. That. You'll, you will get <laughs> some mess for sure. Yep. I want to know... We're not really going to get that, but, like... Because, honestly, on The Bachelor, the show is really about the girls. Yes. You never really get to know oh, yeah. the person that well. Like, the, the, the Bachelor. Bachelor, Bachelorette. Yeah. Um, I want to see more of Ari's, like, personality. Yeah. Like, I don't know enough about him. Mm-hmm. Like, we clearly are not, like, huge Ari fans. Right. Like, we tried. We went back and watched the season. No, we did. Yeah. We follow him or whatever. I'm not finding all that much good stuff about the dude. Nope. It's more controversial <laughs> than More anything. controversial than anything. So, I want to see... I just want to see a little bit more of Ari and, like, get to know him. Give yeah. him a chance. Um, but, yeah. We'll, we'll wait and see. Mm-hmm. The whole season to get through with this yes, dude. Yes, we do. We do. And so we want to just let you guys know what to expect from us mm-hmm. from Two Black Girls, One Rose, what? where two black ass girls invade the whitest show on earth. I just love our tagline. I <laughs> know. I have to say it again. I love it. Um, so every week we're going to do like a recap of the episode um, and obviously give our thoughts and commentary. Uh, before we jump into the recap, we're going to start off every episode with what we call the Peter and Eric update. Yeah. Justine will be recapping us on the love of her life, Eric. Eric. I will give a little, you know, just a little update of what's going on in Peter's life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For those of you who really no one cares about us, but no. I mean, there might be people. No, a lot of people care. But this is a this is a segment that's just very selfish to us. No, like, yeah, it is. No, it's just for us to update and make sure that our husbands are on the right track. Yes. So we're going to do a little, we're going to open up every episode with like a little initial thoughts of the episode and then do a quick Peter and Eric update. We'll touch on any Bachelor Nation news that's happening, any big things that we need to mention. Um, and then we'll do a recap of the episode. Um, and then, because we want to keep this spicy, we're not just going to do any recap. Um, we also have some special segments that we're going to include in every episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so every week we'll each be announcing or awarding yes. our Becky of the Week. So, which basically means finding one girl in this cast who, by whatever definition we deem that week, we are calling her the Becky of the week. Right. <laughs> so right. So, we'll, you interpret that in whatever way you want, and we'll interpret it whatever way we want. Right. Every week. Um, we also, every week, will be picking one person on the episode to get an invite to the cookout. Woo-woo. Who we would want to bring to come kick it with our family at the cookout. Mm-hmm. 
from the gaggle of white girls that are going to be on the show. Yeah, I was going to say, it's going to be a bunch of white girls, so we'll see who gets yeah, the invite we'll see, that week. We'll see. Um, we also will be having a, um, what we call the Ari Can Get It moment. Which might be a stretch. Might be hard this <laughs> season. Neither of us are attracted to this man, yeah. but basically it'll be an, a moment during the episode that we were like, "Ooh, okay, Ari, mm-hmm. okay, Ari, you can get it." Yeah. And so we'll each uh, have a, a moment that we'll award for Ari each episode, and then um, at the end of the episode, we will also or at the end of the recap, we'll also do. Uh, what do we call it? Like a memoriam? Any? Oh my gosh! A dedication, a memoriam. Yes. To any black girl or a person of color. Person of color who yeah. is leaving. Yeah. And so we'll probably be doing that for the first two, three episodes of the movie. Yeah, because they never make it past the first three. <laughs> oh god. Um, and then before we close out the episode, we'll give our predictions and what to expect or what we're hoping to see from the next episode. Right. And we're going to be on every Wednesday, um, but starting in December, we're going to be recapping all of the girls' bios, their photos, um, all of that stuff. So expect our first episode to drop in December as far as Ari season goes. Mm-hmm. And then the episode, the season premieres January 1st, Yeah. Um, and every Wednesday we'll be dropping our episode. But in the meantime, we definitely want you guys to follow us on Twitter. Yay! Our handle is 2BLKGirls, one rose. So two black girls, one rose, but black is BLK. Mm-hmm. Our email, if you guys have feedback, questions, mm. things that you think that we should talk about on the uh, on the episode, email us, 2BLKGirls1Rose. So it's the letter, the number 2, black girls one the letter 1. The, the number, number one, one yeah. rose at gmail.com. And if you like what you hear, subscribe to us. Yay! Rate us, review us, give us feedback. We are doing this purely out of joy for ourselves. Yeah. But also we do think that there are there's an audience out there that would enjoy this. Yeah, and we love to hear your guys' feedback, and it really helps if you subscribe and rate and do all that stuff. Exactly. All right, that's the end of episode one. We did it. Woohoo! Wednesday at 1148. I gotta go home. I got to do it. What am I doing with my life? (laughs) (laughs) Bye, everybody. Bye, guys. (laughs) Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at UH1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. 
Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com